money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I'm ready to talk money. Well, that's really good because this is the show where we talk about the hard issues around money. Hard or hard? Heart. Heart, heart, as in heart. Yeah. Sometimes they're hard issues. Well, too, I know. But, but I, sometimes I wonder if people actually hear hard. No. Okay. okay. It's heart. heart, as in H. Like because thing that- sometimes we don't talk about money, but we do talk about the heart. heart. So, yes, you know. Yeah, so, true. Okay. So that thing pumping in your chest. How's that? <laughs> so, uh, so welcome to the show. If you're a, a new listener, we want to welcome you. If you're an old listener, we still want to welcome you. And, and thank you for joining us. Uh, if you want to find out more about More Than Enough, just go to morethanenough.ca and uh, lots of information there. Uh, as we say so often in the show, uh, we love having you part of the conversation. We love just pull up a chair, grab your coffee. If you're in the car, we hope you're drinking your coffee too. But just just join the, the conversation. And, and uh, if you want to reach out, morethanenough.ca is the best place to, to reach out to us. If you want to listen to more podcasts, if you then notmine.ca, our good friends at Financial Discipleship Canada have us hosted there. We're on most podcasting platforms. And of course, chri.ca, um, the good, 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 good people at chri who are constantly, they, they do all of our- They put uh, up with us. Yeah, they do all of our, uh, what do we got that? Uh, promoting, no. Um, I don't know what you're going to say taking care of us to make us sound really good. Oh, yeah. So, uh, yeah uh, they, producing. That's yeah. the word I was looking for. Okay, it's going to be a long <laughs> show. today. No, it's not. Today's a fun show. We, we have a special guest. We today. do have a special guest. Yes. Maybe you want to say hello. Hi. Our special <laughs> guest is our nine-year-old daughter, Serena. And uh, she wants to talk about money, so we're just going to step back. <laughs> I'm not and... sure I want to talk about it, because I hear you guys talking about it 24-7. Oh, oh well, okay. yes, there she goes. Um, we actually invited Serena, we invited you today, because we wanted to um, answer some questions we're getting at the office. We've seen it a couple times from people um, <clears throat> asking, how do we teach our kids about money? And how can we do it in a fun way? So I'm gonna, we're going to ask Serena a couple of questions this morning, but I want to read a scripture verse that so many of us as parents know from Deuteronomy, mm-hmm. um, words that um, God gave to Israel about how to teach the children about him. Mm-hmm. So it says in Deuteronomy. So are you saying, just before you do that, are you saying that, and we don't really have an answer to how do we teach our kids about money except go to scripture well yeah that's actually where we start so yeah um just thought i just highlight that that you know what most of the things we talk about on this show really reb and dave don't make up well, usually, well sometimes we do but you know i'm sure jesus would be a lot nicer to but, you than uh, i am sometimes often we are going to the scripture and saying well what does scripture say so when somebody asks a question like that we go well, what does the scripture say about teaching our, our children. children about money? Okay, so Deuteronomy 6 says, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God, the Lord is one. Love the Lord your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your strength. These commandments that I give you today are to be on your hearts. 
impress them on your children. Talk about them when you sit at home and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Tie them as symbols on your hands and bind them on your foreheads. Write them on the door frames of your houses and on your gates. And um, I love those verses partially because they were great verses to encourage us all our 20 years of homeschooling and which we're doing again with Serena. Um, but I thought we'd ask Serena, you know, um, maybe I'm just going to ask a few questions because then you, she'll be able, you guys will be able to determine as you listen to her, whether we've, you know, even talked about money with her. I didn't but, know this was a test. Yeah, it's kind of, it's our <laughs> test. It's, it's, it's not a test for you, Serena. It's a, <laughs> it's test, a test for, for us. Yeah, you know, how have we done? Yeah. Um, anyway, so in your own words, what do you think money is for? Well, what I've learned from mom and dad is if you don't have money or yeah, if you don't have it, you can't buy a house. You can't, you basically can't do anything. Like you can't enjoy like food or. Wine. Well, if you had food and you just lost all your money somehow, I have no idea how that would happen. But and then you had lots of food in the house, you could still enjoy it. But until like milk started going, like you couldn't like the milk ran out and you couldn't buy it. And like you the food just ran out, you wouldn't be able to enjoy it because you wouldn't have money to go buy those things. And do you know how like people get money? How do we get money? By working hard at like one of your jobs or like you someone pays you to like help them clean their garage or something. Right. So sometimes, yeah, that's a good idea. Maybe we'll get pay you to do that for oh, us. Oh no. <laughs> um, no, this is not <laughs> Okay. I um we kind of went over some of these questions yesterday, but um I Serena, you'll remember some of what you shared with me yesterday. Um can you tell me one two things that you have learned about money? Well, I've learned that if you have something you want to save for, or like you want something but you can't buy it yet, you have to save for it. Okay. And you have to save a lot of money because sometimes, like, if I wanted, like, a doll, there's these dolls that are called American dolls, and they're $115, and I have, like, 50 Right. And that's not – I need more money, so I have to save my spend so I can buy one of those. Right. So that's one good thing. So before you can buy something, because you know some people that we help, um, and sometimes daddy and I have been in trouble over the years that we put it on our credit card, right? And we can't, putting it on a credit card isn't always a good idea mm -hmm. if we don't have the money to pay mm -hmm. it back. Mm -hmm. So can you give me another thing you've learned about money over the years? Mm. Over your 10 beautiful years? <laughs> um, that money can be a really tricky thing because if you're not careful with it you can be greedy and then when someone needs your help and you don't give them money they might something will happen like they won't have food or they won't have a good house to live in and then you'll get all greedy and you won't give to anybody right so then greedy if if any kids are listening out there greedy is kind of like keeping it for yourself and mm -hmm. not sharing right mm -hmm. And we try and teach some sharing. We try to teach that. Is sharing sometimes hard to do? Yes. Yeah. It's very hard. Why do you think it's hard for us? Because, like, 
when you want something, like if I'm saving up for my American doll, and then I see a boy at school who doesn't have money to buy, like, a lunch or something, and I'm like, no, I'm saving up for my American doll, so I'm going to stay in saving. Right. So, so I'm only thinking of what I can get instead of what good he could do. Right. That's he... that's really wise. That's It is hard to do. I mean, we kind of pray for each other about that. <laughs> so God will help us be good at sharing. Hey? Now, I, I do want you to tell us, you have three jars in your life. We've talked to the listeners sometimes about these jars, but how about you explain how we have taught you about money. What do you, where do you put, what do you, what are these jars about? So what I do is I have three jars. I put labels on them, save, spend, and give. And then my mom and dad pay me for the summer or they've paid me this year. And, uh, they, so what I do is once I get like $25, I split them into three, three groups. So like a third of the money goes to my save, a third of my money goes to my spend, and a third of my money goes to the gift. Okay. So can you tell us, so the save jar is for what? The save jar is for saving for like high school and like apartments, like if you have to rent one or a house. Or yeah, when you want to go to yeah. university. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. When you have to pay for school. Yeah. yeah. You're pretty okay. good. You're saving for a house already. <laughs> no, I didn't know I didn't know that was in your save jar, but uh, way to go. I love it. It's not a bad investment idea. <laughs> I don't think I, I'm our, gonna do our that. friends, the Deckers, would be really happy about that because that's what they're really good at is helping people invest with houses like that. Anyway, that we should maybe talk fun. to them. No. <laughs> okay, not quite I know. Yet. Not yet. <laughs> All right. So the then the spend jar. What's in the spend jar? The spend jar is fun because you can you can buy things out of that thing. Right. Mm-hmm. So what I do is I use so right now I had a for my jars, I just I used to have three jars, but then I decided for my spend, I said, What if I want to go somewhere? I don't want to take this jar of money and then toss it out on like the counter at the store if I want to buy something. (laughs) You bring in your mason because they're mason jars, right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So what I did was I asked my aunts and uh, my grandma had died uh, in November. And so she had this nice red wallet. And I said, I want a wallet so that I can easily carry things. So my aunts gave me her wallet. That's very special. So you can now keep your spend money in grandma's wallet. Yes. Well, that's a, we talked about legacy and what we leave behind for the next generation. Grandma has left you a good legacy because grandma was very good with money. Yes. Yeah, she was. Um, So that is good. So that's a fun, that's a fun red wallet because then you can, like the other day you gave your brother money and you got some gum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Because I wasn't paying for that. Yeah. (laughs) And then the give jar. What's in the give jar, Serena? The give jar is very important because it's, it's. It's like, it's specially saved for God. And like, to me, like, I think of it like that because like some, like whenever I'm giving somewhere, like our family is um, giving, uh, getting a wealth, but we have to save $1,400, but we have to save for that instead of just being like, well, mom and dad have the money. They can just pay 
Mm-hmm. Right, we're doing it as a family yeah. project. So you've gone into your give jar and taken lots of money out and put it into my spin. And no, put I it, mean it, into put the well jar. Into the well jar. So we have a well jar that's labeled well, and we all have committed to putting money in that towards the one thousand four hundred dollars, so that we can dig it for a village that doesn't have a well. Yeah, yeah that's a great idea. So because we know how much we like water. Yeah, yes. we really when need somebody water. doesn't have good drinking water. That's a problem. Yeah. Right? yeah, so so that's great. So I don't know. Can you just say how, how do you earn your money? You said that we give you money. Why do we give you money? Because I work hard and I do the dishwasher twenty four seven. Oh, we have. Mm. I guess we have dishes all the time at our house. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah, you do, and you're pretty obedient, I would say. And so, do so you yeah, have you some d- specific jobs that you know? Ah, oh, these yeah. jobs I have to do, or. Yeah, by the way, you haven't paid me yet. Okay, well. Okay, better get on that. I will, (laughs) yes. Well, you will, I will. Uh, Yes. Do you have any other questions for Serena, Dave? I I just want to know, do you find um, when uh, you have something that you want to buy that you're a you're you're kind of better at saving when you've got something that you're saving for, whether that's the gift jar or whether that's a, a an American doll. Do you find that, well, I'm much better at saving money when I have something to save for? I guess, well, when I know I'm saving for something, it's kind of hard because then you're going with the storage with your wallet. And then you're like, but I shouldn't get it because if I'm saving for this American doll, it's all going to be through my spend. Mm. Right. So then you're thinking, do I buy the gum um, today because that's a buck fifty? And that will take away from the dollar fifty for that doll. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So is that that's sometimes hard? Eh, I just go with the candy because I already have one, <laughs> even though I'd really like another one. So, well, that is very honest. And sometimes candy is pretty fun in yeah. the moment, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it is. It's I good. I know. Well, I want to thank you for coming today and sharing your journey with money. And uh, I, do you have any last words to leave? Maybe there's some kids listening today. How can you encourage some people um, about their money? Well, you should definitely listen to your parents. Do not, like, when they're talking about money and they say, don't buy this because if you're saving for this, then you don't want to buy it. Listen to them because they're always right. Okay. Well, that is a good word. That's it's because we have your best interest at heart, right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Great. Thank you. So we're going to keep going with the show uh, this morning. Dave's going to give all of his wisdom. She's waving goodbye to everybody. (laughs) (laughs) If you could see her, I guess if we were on YouTube, she'd uh, thanks for joining us today, Serena. So there we go. I I guess, how do you teach kids under 10 about money? And uh, it can be lots of fun. We just, you got some of that gleaned from Serena with the three jars. You've heard us talk about those jars before. It's not, there's no magic formula to teaching your kids. Um, Dave Ramsey actually has some great books that I don't, I don't know if he just wrote them. Um, uh, there's a set that you can go on his website and and get some really good storybooks um, that we've gotten for Serena, and she loves those stories. Um, I think that, and, and one of the big things to remember in teaching our kids is that um, they're, they're going to learn it somewhere, right? Mm-hmm. We, we, we all use money every single day. Um, and so 
the the real question and that's a big motivation for us but i know for a lot of parents is is so where are your kids going to learn about money like if they go to a bank and what they'll learn about is credit and they'll learn how to borrow money because right now the the environment in the bank is about selling money to someone not necessarily about teaching them to manage it and and i say that generally again there are lots of people that work within the bank that that do have a hard that if, if a child came and said, how, how do I learn to manage money? They'll help you with a budget or some of those things. And that's important. But as parents, and I want to speak to the parents uh, today and say, you know, ask yourself the question, if I'm not teaching my child about money, then where are they going to learn it? Mm-hmm. And and do, do I, in a sense, trust that that source of information because if I don't, then you you may not be the best one to teach them, but you might say, you know what, I'm gonna connect them up with somebody that I think that 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 does have maybe a, a good track record with money and, and recognizing that. Uh, again, uh, our responsibility as parents is to, to make sure that they, our kids get taught. Uh, if we can't do it well, then we'll find somebody that that can, right? And and so that would be my first, you know, speaking to the parents and just saying, you know, your your kids are watching you. They will absolutely watch how you use money, how you interact with money. They will. And if they don't see you using it, if they don't hear you talking about it, they won't know. Mm-hmm. So um, I have, I have. While you were talking, there's all these ideas batting mm-hmm. around in my head, but of things that we have done that we haven't even talked with Serena about, or she didn't share, but. Um, three things. So I've taken them to the bank machine with me Mm -hmm. so that they understand that it isn't just a magical place where you put your card in and you get cash out or that you go to a a store and you just wave your magic card over a machine and you pay Mm -hmm. for it. They need to understand where, how your card is attached to your bank account. Mm -hmm. They need to see the money in your bank account and you can take them to your, if you're willing to be that vulnerable, you take them to that bank account and you show them when I use my debit card at uh, McDonald's today and paid that 1095. Look, it's a subtraction math issue. I've got so much money. 1095 has been erased from that because I paid it with my card. This card is like cash. So we have to teach them very specifically. We have to talk to them about the plastic. So I've taken the kids to the bank. She's actually pressed in the numbers for me. Maybe that's illegal, but, um, <laughs> or, or should just press okay. You know, when, when it says, okay, I do the numbers, she presses okay. So she understands this is how it works. Now we have, pr- some of us may be pretty cashless. They're not taking cash, mm-hmm. but we still operate with cash with Serena so she knows that it is cash it is a tangible thing that we touch and if she's not working she's not getting her jars Mm -hmm. filled that's one thing the second one is we do a market um I guess because we homeschooled it was part of the day we'd have snack time I put snacks out like 20 snacks I'd put uh uh uh, price. That's the fun one. I like doing. Yeah, that. yeah. We and then we invite the whole family, and there's prices on all the snacks. That's a really great way. Um, if your kids are really young and they don't understand twenty five cents or fifty cents or a dollar yet, you can do it with toys. So kind of like a barter system. Well, this is worth one mini car. This is worth you know some 
baby food. This is worth, you know, you can come up with your own, when they're little, you can come up with your own monetary system. But as they get older and they're doing math at school or in your homeschool environment, you put a label on, and then they have to do the subtracting. Mm-hmm. Then we switch. So I come to buy and they have to tell me how much change I get. So it, it is a literal thing. And it, it is really helpful. You know, our daughter, Kate, I, you know, I don't know if you'll think this is crazy. Uh, some of us were probably Bir- <laughs> some of us were Birkenstocks in this house because they're just really comfortable. They're not cheap. So Serena is like, oh, I want a pair. I want a pair. And I'm like, well, if you want a pair, you're going to have to buy them for yourself. So we went and looked on online what they cost. I said, well, we're not willing to get you those till we know you've stopped growing. And she, she's like, um, no, I think I'm okay, mom. <laughs> I don't, cause I like over a hundred bucks. Mm-hmm. So she wasn't willing to, even if we helped her pay for it, she has other ideas for her money. So, you know, that's a good thing. Doing that market is really good because and and taking them grocery shopping sometimes, you know, it gives them an idea. Well, this bag of chips is four dollars and 50 cents. Chips are really expensive now and they want a snack like that. And then you say, but, you know, I can buy you an apple for a buck. Or, you know, it's maybe not as, as exciting as a bag of chips, but, you know, and, and they the get an idea of, that the other part of that, too, is is and Sarita references, you know, uh, helping your children to see um, essentially the value of time and money and the connection there that they can say, oh, yeah, so that's going to cost me a week's worth of work to be able to buy whatever that is, you know, that bag of chips or, or whatever it is. And, and so, you know, some kids respond really well. And this again is, is one of, uh, you know, as we come to the end of the show or we're, we're coming up to the end, just recognizing that your kids are different. Uh, and so, um, some of them will get it and they'll be like, okay, if I work really hard, then I can make more money and, and then I can, you know, kind of work it. And some kids, uh, you know, to be honest, don't really care. Um, not really motivated by, by, in a sense, the, the money motivation. Um, and so, you know, looking at that and, and finding, uh, and again, just engaging your kids on a money level to find out, you know, how do they interact with money? Um, you know, again, sometimes you realize, and, and we've had that, there you go, oh my goodness, um, the kids say something about to us about money and we're going, oh, we're learning that lesson again, uh, you know, in terms of how that goes or we right. see they're, that. They're teaching us. We, we, we get sidetracked or we think we want to get something and or, that Or time- dad's pushing them, you know, okay, go. And it's like, dad, I don't want to be a workaholic like you. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. Got it. <laughs> uh, confession. That one hurt a little bit, you know, you, but, but the reality is, is that um, recognizing that our kids are different and just even by personality, they are going to interact with money and, and different. Yeah. And they're going to love, they're going to love different things than you do. So mm-hmm. what you think will be a waste to, for you, they don't see as a waste. They're wired a little different. And, and you've got, I think we as parents have to take that into consideration when we're teaching them, how are they wired? Who are they? What are they going to want to put their money towards? And, and sometimes in our frugality and our desire to be good stewards, we bypass the whole abundant nature of God. Mm. And sometimes we, we, are you speaking we, for yourself? Uh, yes, because I go on the abundant <laughs> side. Is that the corporate yeah. we? Uh, yeah, yeah I'm corporate. Okay, so I'm a, like an abundant personality. Mm-hmm. So, and David maybe in the past was more frugal. I think we're coming to a middle, maybe. Mm-hmm. I don't know. My personality is like that. Serena is an abundant. Mm-hmm. She, some 
you know, we sometimes look at people and think, why do they need all that stuff? Well, sometimes I think we need a perspective of, yes, it could be hoarding. Yes, it's materialism and all those things. But sometimes people just enjoy life. Mm -hmm. And those who are frugal need to understand that about us who are abundant. And we need to understand that in our children and respect them for it and ask God for wisdom how to shape that so it's a part of good stewardship not just taking that away so that when they leave home they're going to go on binges because we've always said no 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 and now you know with the jar system for children under 10 they see like dave said this is how long it's taken me to earn this do i want to spend it on a pack of gum Maybe not. Serena apparently does. So Serena okay. does. That's what brings her joy. So I, they, I, I some to be honest, I sometimes get like, you're, Dave, you're gonna, we're gonna let her buy that. Like that's such a waste. And Dave's like, is it out of her uh, spend jar? Yes, let her spend it. When it's gone, it's gone. She has to learn that lesson. And I'm like, I want to keep her from making a mistake. But she, but David's way better at that. And just letting that decision get made. And then she realizes she can't have something in a week because she's already spent it. Well, and and, and here's the, 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 the great joy. And, and hopefully I can leave that with you. Uh, you know, we've got a few minutes left here. But the, the you know, uh, teaching our kids, allowing them to, to make their own choices, allowing them to make what we would call mistakes. Maybe they're not mistakes. But, you know, think about this in the context of any other thing that we do in our life. Uh, if we're cooking in the kitchen, do, do we start by giving them, you know, the, the kids a full course meal to prepare? No, <laughs> it's like boil some eggs. Like, just make sure you can get that pot boiling and throw an egg in. Like, you know, actually, you don't do that, but it shows how much I... But, you don't but, throw the egg. <laughs> but you, you, know, you understand what I mean is, is that as we start the process early on in their lives of allowing them to interact and connect and use and handle money and make their own money decisions, they will learn the, some of these things just by experience. And I would much rather have Serena learn some money experience, mm-hmm. some make some money mistakes, have her, you know, cry at me because she can't go buy the thing that because she bought that thing last week and she shouldn't have done it. And we've had that conversation and And, and I want her on. to avoid the pain. So I'm trying to lecture her in advance. And anyway, it's just this mix of even five kids later, I'm still learning. But allowing to, our yeah. kids to, to do that in the context of a safe environment where they're not going to go spend money on, you know, again, there, there are st- certainly things as, as they grow older, um, you know, we have much more opportunity, much more access to credit, and, and it creates way bigger issues in terms of, of money issues if we haven't made some of those mistakes early on or had some of those experiences early on. Um, Can I just add one more thing mm -hmm. then we're going to tie up the show. But um, one thing that I think is helpful is if you know someone in your life or they have someone they trust, that's also, you know, you Mm -hmm. respect money wise, you can get them to have tea and sit down and say, can you tell me how you like, do you own, like, do you own your house, grandma? Like, oh, yes, I owe my house. Well, how did you pay for your house? Like, start conversations that they can talk to other people about how they do money. And even with personalities, so abundant personalities. So my sister, Liz, is also pretty abundant. Um, and But she's also good with her money. And um, God has provided for her in amazing ways. And she's a huge giver. Well, she, my kids see this in her life. Mm. And 
it's an amazing witness to living abundantly, giving abundantly, um, worshiping God with all she has. And they see that as such a living example to them in their own lives. And it's so important to have others speak in to the lives of our kids. So if you have those people, access them, start conversations and, um, mm-hmm. and we can pray. I just, I love this show. I could just talk and talk about how to teach your kids. Anyway, thank you, Jesus, that you have given us your word and that as we sit down and as we walk and as we go on bike rides, we can teach of you. We can teach of your biblical principles around money. And it's a privilege and it's um, uh, a beautiful thing to give to our children. And Lord, I pray that you would help us as your people uh, give them a legacy of biblical uh, stewardship abundantly, frugally, however we define it, Lord, that you would give us wisdom to um, to use your money as you have asked us to. Mm-hmm. And we just pray your blessing on our kids, on Serena and the kids who are represented by all the listeners today. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, and thank you again for joining us. And, and uh, again, we are so blessed by having these conversations with you. And uh, feel free to reach out at morethanenough.ca. Again, chri.ca and notmine.ca have the podcasts. And uh, join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.